Aleluya. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for this wonderful, amazing week, Father God, and the weeks and the moments, the hours, the months and the years to come, Father God, that your servants are seeking you, praising you, coming before you, and great miraculous works are taking place even right now in the area of their finances, Father God. We thank you right now for healing and mending and making whole in the area of their bodies, Father God, right now. We thank you in Jesus Christ's holy name for healing in the area of their mental faculties, Father God, aligning their thoughts up with your word, Father God. We thank you for those on the line, Father God, that they are beginning to write the vision and make it plain, Father God, because you have called them to serve a purpose, Father God, for each and every one of us are called to have a purpose, Father God. We thank you that they are beginning to write the plan and the purpose that you called them to come forth with in this hour, Father God. We thank you for quick manifestations, Father God. We thank you for testimonies, Father God, that are awesome, Father God, in you, Father God. We thank you for deliverance, Father God, from torment and distractions, Father God. We thank you for the ability to remember, Father God, and acknowledge you in all our ways, Father God. We thank you for removing Alzheimer's, Father God, as we continue to remember you, Father God. You will remember us, Father God, and we will have remembrance in our faculties, Father God. We thank you for removing that dreadful disease, Father God, of Alzheimer's, and allow people to remember you, Father God, and with that memory of you, they will keep their memory, Father God, as they put you first, Father God. Keep you in memory, Father God. Putting you first, we thank you, Father God, even for that revelation, Father God, even right now. We thank you even for the teenagers, Father God, beginning to seek you earnestly, Father God, that you are renewing their minds, Father God, and giving them a heart towards you and imparting the wisdom of the ages unto them, Father God, so they may use their creative gifts to come forth as great and mighty warriors for your kingdom, Father God. We thank you for using each and every one of us, Father God, to glorify your name, Father. And we give you all honor and praise and glory. Hallelujah. We thank you even in the area of finances, Father God, that you are shifting, Father God. You are shifting and moving, Father God, and changing the guards even in this hour. In Jesus Christ's holy name, we thank you that the money is being moved into the right hands, Father God, to be used for your glory. In Jesus Christ's holy name. And we give you all the praise and glory. Well, thank you. I thank you for your ability to pray to you right now. And I thank you for the opportunity to speak to your people right now. In Jesus Christ's holy name, I pray. Greetings. This is Prophetess Carmen. And I'm, I'm, call, I'm talking to you right now because um, I had been asked for testimonies. And it, it's interesting. It's constantly saying, call in with your testimony. And I have testimonies. You know, I have so many testimonies. And I just wanted to give... Others, you know, opportunity, and they will have opportunity as time goes on to share their testimonies. But, you know, we need to really acknowledge God in every 
single thing that we do, you know, and, and our thoughts, our words, our deeds, and just the simple things, just not even, um, there's so many, but I'll just go back to one that's like right there in my mind right now, a week and a half ago, you know, dealing with finances and, you know, we all go through um, seasons when finances could be a whole lot better. And so as I was looking at my finances and I said, wow, I got to, you know, pay this mortgage, I have to pay this bill, I have to, you know, make sure this is taken care of, you know, and first and foremost, I have to pay my tithes. And so I was looking at money and I got to make sure, you know, certain funds are going in certain areas, you know, and, and, you know, just being responsible. And I said, okay, God, this doesn't look like enough, but you're not supposed to say that. You're supposed to say it's more than enough. And I said, God, you are able to meet all my needs. So I first took my tithes and I put that aside. And then I, from that, I prorated everything else based upon what I had left. And what I had left was not enough to meet one of my needs. And so I started gathering monies from different locations and moving things here and there. And, you know, finally I was able to come up with monies for a particular bill. And after everything was said and done, guess what? There was no money for me, no money for gas or transportation if I needed to get around I, there was no money to eat even, and there was no no money for anything else. I had paid, you know, I had covered everything after, you know, putting it in together. And I said, well, God, you know, I'm just going to have to trust you with this, you know, because it, it'll, you know, I don't know, you know, but I know you'll make it happen. And so after everything was said and done, I, I paid my tithes and paid all these bills, and I think I was like, counting funds, you know, like when you can count it, then it couldn't be too much. So I was counting what was left, and um, I said, okay, I just trust you. Well, of course, God came through out of unexpected, I just, I I was expecting it within, but I didn't know where it was going to come, and just supernaturally, but through natural means, a person just gave me you know, someone very special to me just gave me funds. And it was more than I had even anticipated. It was it was just, you know, I mean, I even, of course, I tied off of it. That's, you know, that's what it was. And I was like, praise God, you know, because I was already, you know, like just I was thinking about budgeting at that point. And, and we know sometimes that's not a good thing to do when we're moving in the realm of God. Of course, you use wisdom with your finances, and you um, put things where they need to be. But when you start, you know, budgeting too much, that means you don't expect God to come through. And um, next thing I know, you know, I was blessed with a nice piece of money, you know, like several, you know, $100. And, and that was like a blessing, you know, because it was totally unexpected. But it was just by me just trusting in God, just at that moment, and believe me, you know, sometimes they'll say, oh, yeah, I'll do this, I'll give this amount because, you know, I know I got some money coming in the next day or two, or I'm going to make a phone call and borrow from, you know, Peter or whatever, or Paul, you know, but it wasn't like that for me. I, you know, at that point, I knew I wasn't going to do that, and I just didn't see where the money was going to come for me to be able to do what I needed to do in terms of just getting around, in terms of, 
eating and just, you know, the things, you know, the other necessities that we have, you know, living in this realm. You know, so I just trusted God and paid my tithes first. <clears throat> I did that first, you know. I, I said that that's what I do. That's what I do first. I put that, give that first. Because if God gives me the opportunity to get money, then what is it for me to give him the tithes from my money that I get? I mean, you know, God gives us the ability to get wealth. So I said, okay. And, you know, it was just amazing how it happened. It just, it was just so amazing, you know, how God is so good and so wonderful. And I wanted to share that testimony with you because it's sometimes, you know, like we need to start journaling. We need to start writing down every day just moments and things that are, you know, important or thoughts that we have. Just get a book, get a journal, and just write every day, you know, just different, you know, love notes to God and and love notes that you get from God. Just It could be just, uh, you know, like even like, oh, I just smelled something that reminded me of, of, of um, a moment I had with God or, or, you know, something, you know, like good thoughts, you know, reasons to be thankful. Like get a journal and just every day write something down in it, you know, and you will see how many testimonies that you do have of the goodness, the grace, the mercy, the love you know, of God, and, and I just said, wow, because every day, his, every day is, is his mercy endures and his love and his grace, and we just need to be thankful, and we need to continuously thank him in our thoughts, our words, our deeds, and just, you know, surrender ourselves to him, like surrender, you know, what we have unto him, and he's going to bless it, you know, he's going to, we, we can't hold back, I mean, I could have easily said, no, I got to, keep this money, you know, because I, I, I need to um, eat or or I want to make sure, you know, I keep, you know, whatever. But I said, no, you know what, I'm going to give the tithe first and I'm going to work everything out. And when I came down to the why of nothing left after giving the tithes and paying all these other bills, you know, and, was, you know, God just stepped right in because I put him first. And that is so important, putting God first. Every time. We we can't even we can't we, we can't slack on it. <laughs> we can't slack on it. We gotta put him first, you know. So, um, I just wanted to share that with you because it's just so awesome, you know, how God is a living God. Our God is a living God. And um, you know, he he's just a, he wants to give us joy, you know. And we, our soul prospers, actually, when we see the workings of God in our life. But how are we going to see it if we can't step out in faith and trust, you know, step out into the unknown of where we've never gone and begin to trust God, you know, and, and surrender ourselves. So how do we do that? Well, you surrender by first, you remove your ego and your pride. You know, your pride has something to do, you know, because you say, oh, my gosh, what, you know, I'm going to walk around here and I ain't going to have any money in my pocket. All that. You know, your ego, your pride, and, and you don't, like, argue with God about it. You know the deal. You know the deal. <laughs> Pay your tithes. You know, once you come into that knowledge, then you become accountable. You become accountable to it. You know, and so you, you pay your tithes. You know, um, you know where you pay it. You pay it where, where God has given you to pay that, that 10%. You know, and you don't be rebellious about it. 
you know, God's ways is always the right way every single time. Even, you know, that's why we can't lead to our own understanding. And then, you know, through that, you know, you tend to, like, feel your emotions, you know, and just, just, just trust in God, you know, and, and just come into that acceptance and just accepting that. Like, even in everyday situations, you know, just, you know, being thankful, being thankful. And don't, you know, like when I say come into acceptance of certain things, that don't mean, you know, accept defeat, you know, or, or failure. You know, you, you want to always progress. You know, you want to always, you know, like learn from your experience of, oh, well, I didn't have enough enzyme, what happened there? And you progress from there, you know, but God's grace from that, you know, he says, okay, because he gives us wisdom. Okay, next time you don't want to see yourself in that situation so we're going to make it, we're going to work it out a little bit better this time, you know, and, and, and his grace comes in. And, and because you trust in him when you do, you know, when you come up short, if, you, if that's the term you want to use, you know, he gives you that opportunity. To, he redeems you and he, he just brings you through, you know. Um, God is so good. You know, God is so good. And he wants us to prosper. He wants us to prosper. He wants us to use wisdom. You know, and um, he wants it to be a whole part of our life. He wants us to be whole and holy, you know, and, and that's in the mind and in the emotions as well, you know, the way we think, our physical body, you know, our relationships, you know, our creativity. He doesn't want any barriers that, that's limiting our creativity, you know, and, and barriers come from, you know, being stifled in the mind, you know, so when you're stifled in your, your mind, that's because you feel there's a lack. You feel you're not moving in, in the will of God when you're stifled in the mind because then you have fear. And, and, and fear is, you know, it's the opposite of love, of course, and we know we have to move in love in everything. And so it, it's, just, it's just wonderful to share that testimony, you know, and I just wanted to share it with everyone you know, to let you know that God is on the throne. God is on the throne. So, like, moving that, trusting God. An important thing also is, like, to change your vibration into a vibration of constant thanks, of love, unconditional love and thanks. Because when you, when you move into those higher um, states, as you renew your mind and, and become more, in love and everything you do unconditionally and trusting in God, you know, um, then then your body becomes whole. You become whole physically, mentally, and emotionally. You know, you must have that unconditional love, you know, and I, I wanted to share that, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just a good thing. God is good to God be the glory. There's so many more testimonies I have. It. And I'm saying, okay, I'm always calling and saying, well, when you get a chance, call in with your testimony, and, it was, and the Holy Spirit said, well, oh, you have testimonies too. You have more than one. And so I was like, wow. You know, and that's just one of many. And I just wanted to share that with you because I love you. And, you know, we're all on this path together, you know, at different levels, but we're all on it because we love God, you know, and we want to be the best that we can be for him as servants. And, you know, sometimes even though some things are just reminders because some listeners may already know this. Some might not. Some might have forgotten it. But um, it's just important to, you know, remember moving that love, trusting in God and, and trusting him in the big and the small, 
you know, it, it's not just, you know, what we just say. It's just some, it's the way we have to live constantly. And um, I'm going to read Proverbs 23 to you. And um, if there's any callers on the line right now that want to share their testimonies, um, they can. I'm opening up the line for anyone that want to share their testimony. Is any call on the line? Okay, well, until someone decides to, I'm going to read Proverbs 23. When thou sittest to eat with a ruler, consider diligently what is before thee, and put a knife to thy throat, if thou be a man given to appetite. Be not desirous of his dainties, for they are deceitful meat. Labor not to be rich, cease from thine own wisdom. Wilt thou set thine eye upon that which is not? For riches certainly make themselves wings. They fly away as an eagle towards heaven. Eat thou not the bread of him that hath an evil eye, neither desire thou his dainty meat. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. The morsel which thou hast eaten shalt thou vomit up and lose thy sweet words. Speak not in the ears of a fool, for he will despise the wisdom of thy words. Remove not the old landmark, and enter not into the fields of the fatherless, for their Redeemer is mighty. He shall plead their cause with thee. Apply thine heart unto instruction, and thine ears to the words of knowledge. Withhold not correction from the child, for if thou beatest him with the rod, he shall not die. Thou shalt beat him with the rod, and shalt deliver his soul from hell. My son, if thine heart be wise, my heart shall rejoice, even mine. I'm reading um, Proverbs 23, and now I'm in verse 16. Yea, my reign shall rejoice when thy lips speak right things. Let not thine heart in thee sinners, but, but be thou in the fear of the Lord all the day long. For surely there is an end, and thine expectations shall not be cut off. Hear thou, my son, be wise, and guide thine heart in the way. Be not among wine-bibbers, among riotous eaters of flesh. For the drunkard and the glutton shall come to poverty, and drowsiness shall clothe a man with rags. Hearken unto thy father that begot thee, and despise not thy mother when she is old. Buy the truth, and sell it not. Also wisdom and instruction and understanding. The father of the righteous shall greatly rejoice, and he that begetteth a wise child shall have joy of him. Thy father and thy mother shall be glad, and she that bear thee shall rejoice. My son, give me thine heart and let thine eyes observe my ways. For a whore is a deep ditch, and a strange woman is a narrow pit. She also lieth in wait as for a prey and increaseth the transgressors among men. Who hath woe? Who hath sorrow? Who hath contentions? Babbling. Who hath wounds without cause? Who hath redness of eyes? They that tarry long at the wine. They that go to seek mixed wine. Look not thou upon the wine when it is red, when it giveth his color in the cup, when it moveth itself aright. At the last it biteth like a serpent and stingeth like an adder. Thine eyes shall behold strange women and thine heart shall utter perverse things. Yea, thou shalt be as he that lieth down in the midst of the sea 
or as he that lieth upon the top of a mast. They have stricken me, shalt thou say, and I was not sick. They have beaten me, and I felt it not. When shall I awake? I will seek it yet again. And I just wanted to read that to you because, you know, even with all that, it's important that we seek wisdom in our daily living. In our thoughts, our words, our deeds, everything, we need to seek the wisdom of God and trust in God with everything that we do. He will bring us through. And and we don't lean to our own understanding. And I just wanted to share that because I felt that was very important for you to hear that, you know. And as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Everyone knows that in Proverbs. That applies for, you know, everyone. That's, that's, that, that covers. That's an umbrella. Anyone, Christian or non-Christian, you know, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, you know. So we want to think like Christ. We want the power of the Holy Spirit in us to think creatively for us because God is always creating because God is a creator. So we want the Holy Spirit that moves through us that is creative to allow us to be more creative in the things that we do, you know, and never let the kids and bothersome situations of the world stifle our creativity and our ability to hear from God or to block our vision that God has called us to move forward in, in, in the prosperity that he has for his people. So uh, to, to say all what I'm saying, get your journals, begin to write, write in the morning, write at night, write in the afternoon, you know, write, you know, what, you, what you're hearing from God, or just, just write a love letter to God, or write what he's saying to you, you know, and as time goes on, it'll be a testimony. <laughs> it's going to be a testimony. It's going to be a revelation. It's going to it's going to be a, a baby. You know, you're going to come forth and burst some things through it. But, you know, begin to write, you know, and write the vision in the Bible says, and, and make it plain, you know, run with it, you know. And um, I wanted to share that with everyone on the call, you know, because I love you much. And um, most of all, remember that the greatest love, as you know, is Jesus Christ. And to God be the glory in all. So I thank you for everyone on the call listening, and I thank everyone, you know, that will call in eventually, and those that will, you know, under the sound of my voice, eventually call in, you know, to God be the glory and everything, and continue to be blessed. I just see favor, favor, favor for everyone under the sound of my voice. Raise your sights. Raise your sights. Begin to see yourself living, being, and doing the things that God has called you to be and do in the center of his will, doing it. Because only you can be the greatest you, no one else. Only you can move forward into the promises that God has called you to move forward in, no one else, because he called it for you. He called it for each of us, have our own individualized, unique characteristics that God wants to use to serve him, to bring others closer to knowing who he is. And so we have to live up to that. That is our responsibility, to praise God, to love God, to worship him, to serve him through the unique talents and gifts that he's given us. In every area and realm that we travel in, wherever we go, we are the ambassadors. And so I wanted to let you know that. So in every arena, God is placing strategic people, you know, be it in the courtrooms, be it be it in the classrooms, be it you know, in Wall Street, you know, it's, of course, in the churches, God is, you know, changing the guards even in some of the churches and, 
and raising up people in the streets. You know, everywhere you go, you know, God is strategically placing his people, and he wants you to move forward in the gifts that he's placed in you that you are prepared to move forward in. You know, it's almost like prep time is over. Now we've got to begin to move in it, you know, as the great and mighty warriors of God. You know, um, prep time for that season is over. And now we have a new prep time to come forward in a great and mighty way, you know, uh, with the fire of God. So I thank you. I thank God most of all for the opportunity to speak to you and to minister unto you his word. And to God be the glory. God bless. Yes, Lord, I'll be obedient. Hallelujah. And um, I'm going to read um, a couple of 
scriptures, um, actually some short verses from the Bible for those who may still be listening in. And um, one of them is, For whosoever findeth me findeth life and shall obtain favor of the Lord. That's Proverbs 8, verse 35. And blessings are upon the head of the just, but violence covers the mouth of the wicked. The blessings of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. The fear of the wicked, it shall come upon him, but the desire of the righteous shall be granted. It's Proverbs 10, verse 6, 24. And thou hast granted me life and favor, and thy visitation hath preserved my spirit. That's from Job 10, verse 12. And uh, this is for thou, Lord, would bless the righteous with favor, would thou compass him as with a shield. And that's Psalm 5, verse 12. And, Lord, by thy favor thou hast made my mountain to stand strong. Thou didst hide thy face, and I was troubled. That's Psalm 30, verse 7. And to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved. That's Ephesians um, 1, verse 6. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. That's Romans 5, verse 5. And... John 14 says, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he, will, he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. That's John 14, verse 16 and 17. And he that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the spirit which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. That's John 7, verse 38 and 39. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. That's Acts 2, verse 4. And Matthew says, Matthew 3, verse 11, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. That's Matthew 3, verse 11. And be not drunk with wine, wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. That's Ephesians 5, verse 18. And I wanted to just share those with you. God bless you. Remember, the greatest love is Jesus Christ. God bless you.